From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. Today is Thursday, August 5th. AccuWeather's 2021 U.S. Fall Forecast by Brian Leda. The dog days of summer are still ongoing with heat waves across the country and mild and muggy summer nights. But a shift in the weather is right around the corner as the northern hemisphere heads toward the fall season. Autumn, which will officially begin with the autumn equinox on September 22, 2021, features more than just a change in the weather. The new season brings about a flurry of fall festivals, the return of football, and the ever-popular leaf-peeping, when folks flock to forests to see trees transform into a vibrant tapestry of color. Anyone planning to partake in the variety of outdoor fall activities should be sure to check the AccuWeather app first, as Mother Nature can turn a trip to a pumpkin patch into a damp and drizzly outing. Knowing the overall weather patterns expected in the upcoming season can help when making plans, and AccuWeather has you covered. AccuWeather's team of long-range forecasters has been analyzing the ongoing weather patterns, various computer models, and looking back at past years to formulate a seasonal outlook, providing insights into the anticipated trends in September, October, and November. Veteran forecaster and senior meteorologist Paul Pastelock leads the team and has helped to break down exactly what folks can expect. Ranging from the first frost in the northeast and midwest, the peak of the Atlantic hurricane season, and the widespread drought and wildfire concern across most of the west. One of the bigger factors that will influence the country as a whole this autumn is becoming a more familiar term, La Nina. La Nina is a climate phenomenon that occurs when the waters near the equator of the Pacific Ocean are cooler than normal. It alters weather patterns thousands of miles away, including across the United States. And this is the second autumn in a row that La Nina has played a role in the seasonal outlook. Not only is a La Nina expected to develop, but it may also do so early on in the season for the second year in a row, Pastelock said adding that may spell bad news for some. Typically, we usually see La Nina come on about late fall to the winter season on average, but this year, it looks like it's going to come in early, just like it did last year, Pastelock said. The return of La Nina is signaling yet another above-average hurricane season, as well as some other high-impact weather events across the contiguous U.S. in the coming months. Whether you're ready to break out your fall decorations or you're relishing in the last weeks of hot, sunny weather, here are the weather conditions headed your way in the coming months with the region-by-region breakdown of the autumn forecast. Warmth to linger in northeast and the midwest. Meteorological autumn kicks off on Wednesday, September 1st. 
but it may take some time for the fall-like weather to arrive for residents from Boston through Chicago. It seems like every year we're dealing with that as the kids go back to school. It seems like we get a warm spell, Pastelock said. This year is no exception to that notion, with above-average temperatures in the forecast for New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and westward through the Midwest. Some spells of rain and stronger thunderstorms will be possible in September and early October amid the warmer-than-normal weather, a continuation of the storms that rumbled over the regions during the late summer. There could also be some bouts of rain associated with tropical systems. The warmth is forecast to continue through September and into early October and could affect more than outdoor plans. Spells of warmer-than-normal weather can sometimes delay the onset of the fall foliage, but the wait may be worth it this year. Early indications are pointing to trees being pretty healthy across this part of the country, Pastelock said. The foliage may turn out to be pretty good this year, as long as we don't see any prolonged dry conditions, he explained. Partway through October, the pattern will start to flip, ushering in some of the coolest air the Midwest and Northeast have experienced since the spring. The best chance of seeing some early cold is not until late October or November, Pastelock said. In terms of the first frost of the season, the window of late October to early November is right around the normal date for many areas, although some spots of northern New England and upstate New York could see frost by mid-October. And, depending on what exactly unfolds, some spots could see more than just frost. Pastelock explained that This late October flip in the pattern will bring the first chance for early season snowfall. The Great Lakes and upstate New York will face the highest chances for some early season snowflakes. This will be followed up by more frequent intrusions of colder air through November, which could cause the lake effect snow machine to begin to churn out fresh powder downwind of the Great Lakes. According to AccuWeather's Senior Vice President of Forecast Operations, Jonathan Porter, November will also bring the risk for an early accumulating snowstorm. A stronger northern storm track caused by the return of La Nina may send an early clipper-style storm or two across the Midwest and Northeast, Porter said. Tropics to remain active, but shift focus in 2021. The 2020 Atlantic hurricane season rewrote the record books, and yet another busy season is expected. To make matters worse, some residents are still struggling to get back to normal after being bombarded by a string of weather disasters that started back with Hurricane Laura, which crashed onshore as a Category 4 hurricane, packing 150-mile-per-hour winds near Cameron, Louisiana, in late August 2020. The 2021 season wasted no time getting started, with subtropical storm Anna taking shape on May 22nd eventually being upgraded to tropical storm status. Tropical storm Claudette became the first tropical system to make landfall in the U.S. this season on June 19th, followed up by Hurricane Elsa that hit on July 5th. Pastelock warned that La Nina will play a factor in the tropical season, and it is one of the reasons why another above-normal season is in the forecast. More storms could develop through the course of the season, due to the pattern limiting a factor called vertical shear mechanism. With less interruptive winds in place, tropical storms and hurricanes can more easily become better organized, as opposed to during an El Nino year when winds can keep systems in check. 
AccuWeather forecasters are predicting a total of 16 to 20 named storms, which includes 7 to 10 hurricanes. This is more than the seasonal average of 14.4 named storms and 7.2 hurricanes, an average that has increased in recent years. Additionally, five to seven storms are projected to make landfall in the U.S. Although La Nina will influence hurricanes for the second season in a row, there will be some differences when compared to the 2020 season. Last year, storms focused on the Gulf Coast from eastern Texas to the Florida Panhandle, with multiple high-impact storms slamming into Louisiana. This year, more storms could turn up and swipe the Atlantic coast all the way from Florida to southern New England, or take a more westerly track and head toward Texas. However, a landfall in Louisiana, Mississippi, or Alabama cannot be completely ruled out. Pastelock explained that cold fronts swinging across the eastern U.S., will be the influencing factor that will cause tropical storms to take the turn up the Atlantic coast rather than head toward the central Gulf Coast. Whether or not storms will hug the coast or swing well east of the coast is difficult to pinpoint at this point, Pastelock explained, but residents of the east coast shouldn't let their guard down. The east coast, anywhere from Florida to southern New England, could be vulnerable. These cold fronts could also set off strong thunderstorms across part of the plains and into the Mississippi, Tennessee, and Ohio valleys. The number of tornadoes that have touched down across the country has been below normal to date, and even with autumn bringing a secondary peak in severe weather, the annual tornado count is likely to stay below normal. As of Sunday, August 1st, only 828 tornadoes have been reported well below the 1,108 twisters that are usually tallied by the start of the month, according to data from the Storm Prediction Center. I do feel that we will fall short of the normal amount of tornadoes, Pastelock said. He added that there could be an uptick in tornado-producing storms in late October and November from the central Gulf Coast to the southern shores of the Great Lakes. But even so, the year as a whole is likely to finish with fewer tornadoes than normal. Big changes coming for the Plains and the Rockies in mid-autumn. It has been a hot and dry summer for most of the northern Plains and across the Rockies, and more of the same is on tap to start autumn before big changes arrive. We've seen a lot of cold air build up in northern Canada already, Pastelock said, but I do feel like the setup getting into October could be ripe for the northern Rockies. This flip of the switch in October will send the first waves of cold air pouring into the central U.S. to provide relief from the prolonged heat. The weather may go straight from summer, with heat and wildfires, to an early preview of winter during October. This shift in the pattern will also bring some much-needed drought relief to the northern plains, with pockets of extreme to exceptional drought across portions of Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Montana, according to the U.S. Drought Monitor. However, this delay in the onset of autumn precipitation will be beneficial to farmers. We do feel like it looks favorable for the harvest across western sections of the Corn Belt, Minnesota, Dakotas, parts of western Iowa, because of the fact that we're not looking at a lot of systems to get in during the time of harvest, Pastelock said. Farther south, the mid-season shift in the weather pattern will be welcome for snow lovers waiting to hit the slopes for the first time since spring. The skiers are waiting for this forecast to bring on the snow, Pastelock said, adding that mid-fall is probably the best shot. However, 
Pastelock warned that this will not open the floodgates for snow in the Rockies. October is looking like a month for snow in the mountains from Idaho and Montana, all the way down into Colorado, allowing some resorts to open on time, despite current drought conditions. But the snow may let up come November. Snowfall will wane a little bit late in the season, but that won't dictate the entire snow season. Snow is predicted to come back again in the winter, Pastelock said. A solid early season snow base is not just beneficial for resorts and skiers, but also in the longer range when mountain snowmelt next spring and summer will feed streams and rivers that have been running below normal due to the drought. Water reservoirs, such as Lake Mead, depend on rain and snowmelt for both recreation and hydroelectric power. With Lake Mead water levels at historically low levels, a bountiful winter is needed to help water levels rebound a bit following years of gradual decline. Drought to fuel historic wildfire season in the western U.S. The record books may be rewritten at the end of the year, with one of the five worst fire seasons on record in the forecast for the western U.S. The bootleg fire in southern Oregon, which ignited on July 6th, is already one of the largest in the state's history, and has burned over 413,000 acres, and the wildfire season is just getting started. Autumn doesn't look good, Pastelock said. The wildfire season is going to be nasty all the way through the fall season and possibly into early winter. Moisture from the North American monsoon, which has been the most robust since 2015, has helped to dampen the wildfire threat across the Four Corners region and even helped put a small dent in the ongoing drought. But that wasn't the case in California and Oregon, where the worst of the fire conditions are expected. We're forecasting a top-five year based on the pace, the fuels, the upper pattern, and the drought situation. All of that was factored in our forecast, Pastelock explained. AccuWeather's long-range meteorologists are predicting 9.5 million acres to be burned across the western U.S. during the wildfire season, which may not end until December for some areas. The effects of the wildfires will be far-reaching well beyond the perimeter of the flames. There will once again be concerns about reduced air quality from all the smoke, Porter said. Smoke can be hazardous to your health, especially those with underlying respiratory problems, such as asthma or COPD. Northern California and Southern Oregon in particular are at high risk for significant wildfires. And once blazes are raging, they may be difficult to contain or extinguish, due to the widespread drought and lack of meaningful rain. Some storms may start to hit the Pacific coast with beneficial rain and high-elevation snow by the start of October, which is around normal, but the storm track will focus more on British Columbia and Washington and widely miss Oregon and Northern California. With drought conditions holding on for over 80% of the West, there's really nothing expected to calm the wildfire season down at this point, Pastelock said. Southern California could also experience some major fires, particularly in October and into the first half of November, when the highest chance for Santa Ana wind events will occur. These downsloping wind events can fan the flames of wildfires, causing them to spread rapidly and making them difficult for firefighters to get under control. The impacts of wildfires will continue to be felt through the winter months, even after the flames are extinguished. Swaths of scarred land especially in the mountains, will be susceptible to mudslides and debris flows when winter storms finally arrive at the end of 2021 and into 2022. 
This could bring a second threat to communities near the sites of wildfires for years before enough vegetation can grow back and help keep the ground in place when it rains. That's it for today. For your local weather at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.